Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Franciscan Friars of the Atonement present the Ave Maria Hour. Hello, this is Father Bob Warren of the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour radio show. The Friars' popular Ave Maria Hour was first brought to the radio airwaves in 1939, recorded in New York City and on the mountainside grounds at Graymore, a home in Garrison, New York. These timeless classic stories of the Bible and the lives of the saints came to life each week through dramatic reenactment by professional actors and actresses. You know, friends, Christ once said, do not hide your treasure under a bushel. In saying this, he meant share your gifts, share your talents. The Friars of the Atonement feel the message in these broadcasts remains as powerful and timely as when they were originally aired, and we are so happy be able to share them with you today. To learn more about the missions and ministries of the Friars of the Atonement, I invite you to visit our website, www.atonementfriars.org. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour. St. Elizabeth Bichier. It was a joke, if you can call a church bell a joke. Oh, it was still to be heard, but it had a different sound, especially if you were a priest. Because you had to be a special kind of priest if you wanted to practice your vocation in the open. You see, this was France, and in France you had to put the state first and God second. That was the way it was in my time. You had to make a choice. I, Joan Elizabeth Mary Lucy Bichier, today dedicate and consecrate myself to Jesus and Mary forever on this fifth day of May, 1797. I didn't even know her when she made that vow. She was just a kid when the smell of the revolution was still in the air. Oh, yes, the dead were long dead. But the guillotine was still there. She knew all about the guillotine. We all did. I certainly did. 
I got to be a prison guard. Gaston Lepoutre was my name. And it was in prison that I first met her, Elizabeth Bichier, enemy of the state. Hey, you in there. <laughs> they have no respect, have they? Hey, you. Yes? So you're not deaf. No. Well, did you hear what I said? I'm sorry, I'm not sure. I said they have no respect. Who? The rats. But I suppose they don't know who you are, do they? Do they know who you are? <laughs> yes, they know me all right. They know this lantern, anyway. They get out of sight as soon as they see it. They like the dark. That's the way they are. Rats like darkness. You know that? Yes, I know. You know, huh? Are you scared? Most people are scared when they find themselves in a prison cell like this one. It's more like a dungeon, eh? Especially women. Women can't stand being here. I've seen them lose their minds, go crazy after just one night in this place. You're not very talkative, are you? Hey, they tell me you're religious. Is that true? You're religious? I believe in our Lord. <laughs> a lot of us used to. That's all in the past now. It's so much tripe. Like the church. What good's the church? Hey, why'd they bring you here? I know the wrong kind of people, I suppose. The wrong kind? Some friends of mine are royalists. That seems to make me guilty of a criminal offense. Aristocrats, eh? You're friendly with aristocrats. Oh, oh. oh, that's bad. That's bad, all right. Enemies of the state, that's what they are. And the sooner we get rid of them, the better. They're no good. That's what I was told. And you haven't any more sense than to hang around with people like that? Apparently not. Hey, maybe you're one of them. One of them? An aristocrat. Oh, no, no, I'm not one. But you're educated. Good family, eh? Is that it? That, too, appears to be a crime against the state. Ah, you're all alike with your fancy manners. You know that? You're all alike, the whole bunch of you. I suppose these must be. Oh, you're better than the rest of us. Is that it? I was never taught that. Well, people like you make me sick. Hey, let's take a look at you. Here. Look this way towards the lantern. Hmm. Not bad looking. Yes, you're pretty all right. You married? No. Why not? A girl like you, you could have your pick. You could have made things easier for yourself. You could have married a good Republican revolutionary. I've never known a good one. Hey, you watch your tongue. I might open a skate and come into you. <laughs> that scares you, eh? Well, I can't stand here all night talking to you. But you won't be lonely. You'll have plenty of company as soon as I take this lantern away. And you can scream all you like. Nobody will hear you. So, good night, my fine lady. Good night, and God bless you. What? I said good night, and God bless you. I bet you mean that. Of course I do. Ha, 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 ha,
Oh, my Lord Jesus, in this hour of trial, thou knowest that my heart rejoices in the certain knowledge that I am not alone, that thou art with me, and that I am safe in thy love. I know that in thy infinite love, I may now sleep without fear. But when I awaken, a new day will have come, a day abundant with thy blessings, a day filled with new and wonderful opportunities to serve thee and to pray for thy compassion for all those who deny thee. It was after midnight when a certain man, Claude Vinet, citizen of the state of France, came to the jail. He had authority to order Elizabeth Bichier brought to him. So I brought her up from her prison cell. All right, you can leave us. I'll be outside. Well, Elizabeth? Is my family all right? Concerned about your welfare. They grieve, naturally. I'm glad they're well. They are well, and they'll survive. Call them collaborationists, if you like, but they're being sensible. Elizabeth, I beg Please. of you, come to your senses. Be practical. You cannot oppose France. I can oppose anything I choose to oppose, and I choose to oppose this regime we live under. Oppose it, then, but keep your opposition to yourself. That would serve no good purpose. <laughs> I suppose you want to be a martyr. Is that it? I want to be true to myself and to God. And you prefer to rot in that prison cell? If I have to. I still want to marry you. Since you were a child, I've waited for you. Elizabeth, once more, I ask Even you... Even if I were to say yes, we couldn't be married. Who would marry us? A priest. One of your constitutional priests. They are still priests recognized by the state. But not by the Holy Father in Rome. You would still be my wife, Elizabeth. Enough reason for you to be pardoned and set free. I prefer a prison cell. Oh, you make me angry. You know that. Well, forgive me. And you won't change your mind. But in any case, I have no plans for marriage. Even if I were to be set free, even if you offered to find a genuine priest to marry us, I couldn't marry you. God! Well, you weren't far away, were you? Just outside the door. Listening, I suppose. I have good ears. Well, take her back to her cell and forget she is... All right, he's not dead, so don't worry. Just knocked out. You wait here till I come back. I didn't know why I'd hit him. Not just then. Anyway, I carried him down below to the prison cell and locked him up in it and then went back to the girl. We're getting out of here. What have you done with him? Put him in your cell. I forbid That you. won't do any good. Now, here's your cloak. Put it on. No, you must set him free. So that he can have me arrested so that I can go to the guillotine? Oh. His carriage is outside. I can take care of the driver. Come on. Why have you done this? My brain's not quite clear yet. Maybe I've gone crazy. All right, come on. Mm. It's a nice dark night. That's good. And the driver's asleep. Stay here. I'll make sure he goes on sleeping for a while. Oh, please, no. All right, hurry, come. Now you get inside the coach and I'll do the driving. Let me sit up with you. All right, but don't waste time. Mm. 
ho, ho. We must rest the horse for a few minutes. We have a long way to go. You know where a place called Mai is? Yes. It's about another 20 miles from here. Yes, I know where it is. Well, that's where you're going. That's where I'm taking you anyway. Why have you done this? Didn't you realize what you were doing? You know, it's been a long time since I knew what it was to meet a real Christian. My mother was one. But she's been dead a good many years, and I've been out of touch. It took you to let me know where I stood. Well, now I know. But you're in danger. Well, so were you. And it didn't scare you, did it? God bless you. And I'm sure he will. Well, if you've got that, you don't need much else, do you? No. No, you don't. Why are we going to my? You're needed there. There's a priest there. He can use all the help he can get. Oh, I've known about him for a long time, but I never told anybody. And that's funny, too. Well, we'd better move. Come on. Yep. Just before we got to my came to an old farm. The place was in darkness, but you could see a barn standing near a windmill. All right, you go straight to that barn. That's where he lives. His name is Fournay, the Abbey Fournay. He's a fugitive. Well, that's where you'll find him. All right, let me help you down. And where will you go? A few miles beyond the town to get rid of this coach. If we leave it to the side of the town, they'll know we're somewhere around here. Don't worry, I'll see you again. Listen, you know what I am? I'm a miracle. Your miracle. Good night. Good night, my dear friend. Is anyone in there? Is anyone here? Are you looking for me, my child? Oh. My name is Fournay. The Abbey Fournay. I was directed to you, Father. Who are you, child? Elizabeth Bichier. Oh, the one who was arrested? You know that, Father? News travels. And who sent you here? I was brought here by the man who was my jailer. I see. Where is he now? He drove on. He may come back after he's disposed of the horse and coach. I'm afraid they were stolen. Well, you must rest, my child. I'll take you to the farmer. Oh, won't the farmer be asleep? Oh, he and his wife are good friends of our Lord. Come. What is it, child? An altar. In this barn? Well, you see, this is my church. I'm sure our Lord doesn't mind an old barn being put to such useful service. Not a very nice world we live in. Oh, it's still God's very beautiful world. Not even people can change that. Now and then, some try. But they can't alter God's world. They simply create their own. A very dark one. Come, you need rest.
confession and holy communion, two precious rituals held in the now sanctified barn. That was how the girl's day begun. And then in the morning sunlight, new opportunity to serve her Lord came to Elizabeth Bichier. Your jailer knew of my whereabouts, yet never betrayed me. Something kept him silent. Then you came into his life. He identified you with the church, recognized your love of God. And it affected him to the point where he has placed his own life in danger to bring you to me. Why? He said you needed help, Father. And will you help? Yes, oh, yes. Then listen. We have a dictatorial government that places the state above God. We are surrounded on all sides by sickness, poverty, and desolation. The church is under constant attack. But there is a consolation that may prove a salvation. Please go on, Father. The revolution has almost destroyed the country, and many people, especially the very young, have been taught to abandon Christian principles, and prayer in the schools, prayer in the home, and so on. I know, I know. The government pretends to believe the work of reconstruction can be accomplished without regard for Christian principles. But it knows better. It knows the job is too big for the state. It cannot adequately care for all the sick and the needy. This is a frightening fact. Frightening? Well, frightening to this so-called government. Because unless these poor people are soon given help, a counter-revolution is possible. People will rise up again. Yes. And this works in our favor. Yes. Our job is to organize as many religious communities as possible. Bands of nuns dedicated to caring for the needy. The state would not interfere because in serving God, I suppose we'd also be serving the state. What could I do in all this? Be the one to organize the first of these communities. I? You, my child. But I'm not qualified. Oh. I think you are. I'm not even a nun, much less a mother superior. Well, you'll need some training. Father, do you think I'm capable? Your jailer thought so. So do I. And so does our Lord. Well? Our Lord thinks I'm capable. Meantime, I'd driven the coach and horse beyond the town of Mai, and had left the coach this side of the next village, letting the horse roam free. I spent the next day walking back to the farm. We had supper, and then we talked. It was pretty clear that in the Abbe Fournay's mind, Elizabeth Bichier was an instrument, a very willing instrument of God. The fact is, you couldn't be with her two minutes without being sure of that. Elizabeth has agreed to go to Poitiers to the Carmelite nuns. She'll remain there a year. That's a distance to travel, Father. And not without some risk. Still, she must go. I should have kept that horse and coach. Oh, that would have been thievery, my son. Well, so it would, Father. So it would have been. <laughs> you want me to get her to Poitiers, Father? She should be escorted, I think. The farmer here has a spare horse and an old wagon. If Elizabeth made herself look like any peasant girl... I'll see that she gets to the Carmelites, Father. And then come back here. There's work for all of us. But be careful, my son. The girl and I left next morning, 
looking like any farmer with his wife. At noon, we passed the place where I'd abandoned the coach. It was gone. Towards late afternoon, we were overtaken by a horseman. Stop that wagon or I'll put a bullet through your brain. Oh, oh. Well, if it isn't citizen comrade Vinay. Hold your tongue. You and I have a score to settle anyway. Well, Elizabeth, where do you think you're going? To a convent to serve God unless you prevent me. To serve God unless I prevent you. But, my dear Elizabeth, I am a servant of the state, so it must be the state that prevents you. You're a fugitive. So are you, Claude. What? So are you a fugitive. Really? You're trying to run away from God. Surely you know that's impossible. Oh, Elizabeth, I will not have you address me as if I were some heathen. I know. A heathen would know no better. But, Claude, you do know better. And you still defy God. Uh, that's enough of your preaching. You there, turn this wagon around. We're going back. We'll stop at the first village to pick up a few deputies. There's a priest somewhere in this area. I'm sure you both know where he is. We know where he is. Then you'll be wise to tell me. I'll see you in Hades first. Giddy up. He was standing close to the left front wheel of the wagon. The hub struck him as the horse moved forward and he sprawled on the ground. I was down beside him in the next second holding his pistol against his head. Just don't know. If he lives, he'll put you back in jail and send me to the guillotine. Serve God, you cannot serve him through hatred and revenge. And so we let him go so that he can destroy us? Is that the will of God? I don't know what God's will is. I only know that our Lord taught us to be compassionate. Let him get up, Gaston, and give him back his pistol. Mm. I'll let him get up, but he'll have to look in that field uh, over those bushes for his pistol. All right, get up. Your gun's over there, citizen comrade. Uh, come, Gaston, we have a long way to go. Well, how far do you think we'll get with this fellow running loose? As far as God wills us to go. Wait. Are you in pain, Claude? I, my horse to the wagon. Let me travel with you for a while. You think we're out of our minds? There are gendarmes along this road. They know me. I'll tell them that I had a riding accident and that you're taking me to a doctor. I'll vouch for you. Otherwise, you may be detained until they find out who you are. And we should trust you? We'll trust him, Gaston. What? We'll trust him. Help me onto the wagon. I think I have a broken rib. You can trust me. I swear to God, you can trust me. gendarme safely. We left Claude Vinet with a doctor, and I drove Elizabeth Bichet to Poitiers to the Carmelite nuns. After a few months, she was transferred to the Society of Providence Convent. In all, she spent a year being trained for her work. In 
1807, she founded her religious community, Daughters of the Cross. In 1811, the Daughters of the Cross established yet another community at Rochefort. She lived through the Napoleonic Wars, never pausing in her work. For this was God's work, the feeding of the destitute. For whosoever reaches out to care for the needy shall receive our Lord's love. listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour, brought to you by the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. For over 110 years, the Friars have devoted themselves to fulfilling St. Francis' prayer, to heal wounds, to unite what has fallen apart, and to bring home those who have lost their way. We work for Christian unity and interreligious understanding. We provide respite at our retreat center at Greymore for those in need of spiritual renewal. We staff parishes throughout the world, serve as chaplains for colleges, hospitals, and prisons. We care for the ill through hospice work, ministry to those with HIV AIDS. We also shelter the homeless and provide treatment and services for those suffering from alcoholism and drug addiction. If you would like to be included in our prayer list, participate in special St. Anthony Novenas, and or visit St. Anthony's Shrine, Graymore. Attend a retreat, learn more about our Ave Maria Hour productions, or simply make a donation to assist us in fulfilling St. Francis' prayer to help those in need. Please visit our website at atonementfriars.org or email me at avemaria at atonementfriars.org. You can write to me, Father Bob, Friars of the Atonement, Graymore. Post Office Box 300, Garrison, New York, 10524. And so, in closing, I ask for the blessing of God upon you and those you love. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may he look upon you with kindness and give you his peace. Amen. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.